Vonifest 2010 is coming up February 28th. Limit Break Radio and Pet Food Alpha are teaming up to bring you the latest up-to-the-minute news provided by the North American and European community teams out in Tokyo. We'll also be offering our own analysis on the information released and provide other players with a chance to voice their opinions by calling in using Skype. You can also hop on VanaChat and chat with us and others as we await all the big announcements from the event. So instead of watching a Twitter feed in the middle of the night, come chat with the hosts of LBR, PFA, and a bunch of other excited players. We'll start our streaming on Sunday, February 28th at 2 a.m. Eastern. We look forward to seeing you there. VanaFest 2010 live coverage presented by Limit Break Radio and Pet Food Alpha. Almost as good as actually being there. Limit Break Radio presents From Their Closet in Serpent King Square. This is Voices of Bonadil. Bonadil's only live call-in podcast. And now, your hosts, Ascalia, Zero Meru, and Zaves. our excellent new intro music means it is in fact time for voices of Anadil. welcome to episode two we're your hosts as always this is Ascalia, and i'm preparing for a very busy personal update i'm sarah meru the newest recipient of the moonlight medal and this is jace who doesn't have anything creative for his intro all right no. Uh, joining us today on episode two, we have the co-host of He Says, She Says, the ever, I don't know, creative and talented Tom Two. No, it's Soraya here. How you doing? All? <laughs> hey, I stand corrected. We have Soraya here today. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Uh, well, welcome to Voices of Vanadil. It's good to have you here. It's good to be here. Uh, you got anything you want to tell us about He Says, She Says? Any information that we should know? Um, I just released episode 15. Go download it. Woo! All right. Downloading it. What's it about? It is about... <laughs> um, it's my anniversary episode from uh, last uh, October. Oh, excellent. Nice. So this, this completes one year of He Says, She Says, right? Pretty much, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. a lot a lot has happened in, uh, in the past year, and uh, I hope, you know... Uh, you guys get a lot going on for the for the coming year as well. Yeah, we're uh, well. Let's see. We'll be celebrating our one year in what nine months, eight months, roughly. You'll get there. Yeah, yeah I know. It's uh, it's, it's a trip to one year, but that's that's excellent, man. I'm glad for you. Thanks. Uh, today on Voices of Van Adeel, the title of our show is "The Events That Just Didn't Make It," and there's lots of them that just aren't popular for whatever reason. And that's what we're talking about today. We want to hear your stories and your theories on why these events aren't good or why they are good and just don't get the respect they deserve. But uh, we're going to start the show with some personal updates. Zara, you want to go first? No, you're, you better go first. Oh, just got to get the big one out of the way. Yeah, huh? of course. Well, a lot's happened to me over the past month, I guess it's been since we've been in here. Uh, I got summoner to 75. That's, I guess, the biggest thing. Nice. I know. I've been in the game for six years about now, and this is my second job to 75, so I'm way behind the curve. About time. I know. <laughs> I've had red you know, hovering around 67 for ages, and I just didn't want to take it up, but I like Summoner, and it's up there now. 
I've been playing for five years and I still don't have a 75. I like it like that. <laughs> well, I guess we all have our preferences then, but uh, I guess you can't be annoyed to go to events that you don't want to go to. Uh, well, they, 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 they do. I do get to go to those events because, you know, they do need a white mage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zayz yeah. knows all about that. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to get to go heal people over and over again and get no respect for it. But, Never do. Right. Uh, apart from getting Summoner to 75, I also acquired my yin-yang robe last night. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I know. What a grind getting that was. I was one for seven. I actually killed it nine times, but I didn't get the robe the first time it dropped, and I shed a single tear. That's oh. the last time I wake up at 5 a.m. to help you with anything. I know. Uh, on that note, I want to thank all the people who helped me without, out with that. Most importantly, well, maybe not most importantly, but importantly, Zero Mero was most helpful. He woke up at 5 a.m. to kill it with me once and then was up till 3 a.m. the very next day with me to kill it the next day. Uh, I want to thank Ryoshin and the entire Core Leo Link Shell of Bismarck for helping me kill it probably five of the six or seven times. Um, I also need to thank Blood Rose and Marjorie from Hands of Fate. Blood Rose for helping with TH4. We finally got it the run he showed up. And also Marjorie for wide scanning. We also got it the time she showed up. Or he showed up as Marjorie. He or she. Does anyone know? Doesn't matter. Not really. You got your name really. on the show. Congratulations. Well, last but not least, uh, I have Nizel Isle up to 60, and that was a grind. It, I've never had so much trouble with five floors of Nizel Isle as I did 56 to 60, which is usually where everyone's trying their hardest. But I ran into Eliminate Enemy Leader, and I got the Soul Flare four times. <laughs> uh, what, what are you going to do about that? So anyway, we did it. I got all that. I'm done with my update. Go Zero. Gee, this, this is going to make it sound, you know, mine's going to be oh so boring compared to yours. Um, you wanted me to go oh, first. Oh, just wait. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right about that. Anyway, um, what did I do? I got my campaign rank recapped. Finally. It took me three months out of not doing enough campaign because I have 15 other things I have to do. Zero has a personal hatred of Alfred now. Yes, Alfred is the Sandorian evaluation NPC, and he can go die in a fire. <laughs> um, also, what did I do? Uh, with uh, Hands of Fate, I started the, the C section. We are finally going um, through the... Right now, we're getting maps for I'll take you the in the two palaces in the garden, and made a realization that going into the garden with 18 people to get the map is a terrible idea. <laughs> well, and you got half the you know, player base on PS2 and have everybody randomly black screening, you know, on yeah. the way up. It's just a pain in the butt to take track of. Oh, trying to keep 18 players on task all the way up, that would be brutal. And uh, in the palace, we didn't have a problem. I mean, it happened once, and that was it. And we got through the rest of it fine. Even we found Temperance was, you know, lying around. I was like, hey, hi there. Um, hey, let's go kill this real quick. Oh, okay, sounds good. Well, Zays, uh, what's your personal update for the day? <laughs> Real life is kicking my ass. That's the uh, way of saying nothing. Yeah, I really need to get back into the game. I really want to join back up, but I, uh, it's it's not working out too well right now. There's not enough time in the day. We need to get you get you on track. You know, 
I know. Then I might actually be able to contribute. Yeah, that'd be nice. We would like but to have someone else contributing. Failed events is something I may be able to contribute to still, even without having played recently. So yeah, you still been, hope. You've been looking forward to this for a while. Even when we were doing episode 47 of LBR, you were excited about that. Yes, I was. And I'm, I am still looking forward to it. Well, you've only got probably 20, 30 minutes to wait. Woohoo. Tom, too, you got a personal update for us? I've been partying with Zay's and getting my ass kicked by real life, too. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I wouldn't want to party yeah, with Yeah, but, uh, you know, after the first death, I disbanded and uh, did my own thing. And I actually got a lot done, but I don't want to spoil it because I want to save that for my show. But uh, uh, I will I will say that I got my Thief up to 51, uh, Paladin to 45, got all my air for Thief. Eh, you know, just some grinding. Awesome. Well, uh, we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get on. He says, she says. Sometime we're gonna on the air force our way onto your show. How do you feel about that? <laughs> hmm. We're gonna have to uh, see how that works in the storyline. All right. Okay. Well, that's gonna take us into some show updates. We do have some important things going on with our show. We made an appearance on Pet Food Alpha. There, Woo! I know a couple weeks ago that was a lot of fun. We met up with Fusion, and he asked us to co-host for the night. And we did, and it was a good time. That's really all there is to say about that. We talked about the New Year's event and the Christmas event, or listened while Fusion talked because we didn't know enough about it, and that was a good time. Just recently on the website, LBR, LimitBreakRadio.com, episode 1.5 of Voices of Vanadil got released, and we're very excited about it. For those of you who haven't listened to it yet, you should definitely get on over to LimitBreakRadio.com and listen to it. It follows our characters in our failed attempts at doing most anything. It's pretty funny. It's a good time. Uh, The first episode was a bit shorter and not as well written as I would have liked it to be. But rest assured, episode two is longer, funnier, better, I would think, in all circumstances. I just got to edit it better now, and it should be great. We'll be looking forward to getting that out to you as soon as possible. And apart from that, all that's left to talk about is episode three of Voices of Anadil, which will be recorded at the end of this month. We're excited to announce that the subject will be a an FF14 speculation-a-thon. We're going to be talking about what we think FF14 will be like and how it's going to impact FF11. We've got some all-star guest hosts uh, lined up. We have... Nero and Fusion X. They've both agreed to come and do the show with us. So we're really looking forward to doing that in a couple weeks or three weeks. And that's all there is to say about that. Zero, what do you think about that? That is very exciting, especially considering that we have so much information about 14 at this point where we can make a assumption on what the game's going to be like. And it's going to be interesting to talk about find out what people think. Yeah, I think so too. Tom, too, any feelings, thoughts? Um, I signed up for the beta. We'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like I said, we'll see how that goes. I'm uh, I'm I'm I don't I don't want to be all you know go there and have to do all the bug reporting. I just want to go in and play. So I'm kind of on both sides of the fence right now. I Let's just want to play. But I want to see it as well. You know. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, probably ninety percent of beta testers just play it and don't give any feedback anyway. But hopefully, we won't be like that. Um, I agree with you. I want to just play and get some feelings about it, maybe talk about it on the show. And yeah, um, th- from what I've seen so far, I think FF14 is going to be real exciting, but I think that's a, a topic we should save for a couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well then, nothing stopping us from going into our poll for this week. 
The poll was, what is your favorite event? Because that coincides so nicely with our show. As always, we'll be announcing the new episode, or the new poll, rather, for the next episode at the end of this show, or whenever I happen to think of it. So, without further ado, the winner of this poll, your favorite event, was Limbus. It's the best, apparently. A lot of people voted for it. By a long shot. Yeah. And apart from that, the second place was everything else. Apparently, once Limbus breaks away from the pack, everyone else feels it's about the same, except for some crappy events, like Garrison. (laughs) Uh, Law Garrison. Alrighty then, Uh, moving along to uh, website news. Um, I bought a domain. Uh, The new website, if you haven't updated your bookmarks yet, is www.voicesofvanadio.com. Very exciting. Um, We can now stream music, actual episodes from our site, which is also very exciting. And on a side note, I'm attempting to get us into the community sites. Problem is, whoever's improving them apparently has either a abandoned their post or not doing their job <laughs> so i've been trying to get into that but i haven't heard anything back from messy in forever so keep your fingers crossed on that one so keep trying person holding this guy hostage we need you to let him go for a little while because we want to get our community site up yeah definitely <laughs> uh just to clarify that's voices of com. there's no apostrophe in vanadeal and no spaces of course and uh, Limit Break Radio Network news. It's been a little bit slow due to the holidays. Everybody's been having a little bit relaxing time. Uh, Since you, we got our episode up. <laughs> I don't want to hear any excuses. Uh, episode 49 recently um, was released on December 23rd. It discussed the, ad- discussed the add-on scenarios. Uh, definitely worth a listen. In addition, he says, she says, just released episode 15, their first anniversary episode. So it sounds exciting. It's very exciting. Um, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really about it, you know. There hasn't been a whole lot coming out new as of late, but from what I've been hearing, January is going to be a bit more of an eventful month. We've got a couple shows that are looking to release an episode as I'm Hoping we'll hear about. And yeah, keep your eyes on LimitBreakRadio.com. Keep your eyes on PetFoodAlpha.com. And definitely keep your eyes on VoicesOfVanadeal.com. Apart from that, not much to talk about with the websites. So we're going to move on to uh, our alternative titles. I'll be honest, I really liked this idea when I came up with it. But it hasn't caught fire because I don't think people understand what I'm looking for. So I have some alternative titles for today's episode. What we're looking for are just... Quirky, funny, maybe insulting alternative titles for this episode. You'll send them in, and the best ones I'll read on the next episode, and then the next episode after that, and so on and so forth. Some alternative titles for our episode about bad events. Like, for instance, How I Lost 10K XP Getting Mannequin Boots. Be a good good alternative title for Garrison. Or Expeditionary Force. Aren't they a band? (laughs) Uh, That that was kind of funny. Yeah, see? It's, it doesn't have to be uber creative or anything. I just want some funny alternative titles that maybe we could call this episode if we wanted to make fun of it. And, yeah, that's all there really is to it. So the best ones that I get, I'll read aloud on the next episode. Uh, P.O.L. News. We definitely have a bit of an important thing to say about that. Mog Bonanza, Moggy New Year Bonanza, is drawing to a close. And it occurs to me that by the time you hear this, 
It'll it's already going to be closed. But I'm going to announce it anyway. You have one week left from right now to get your marbles, which means when you hear this, you will be one week late in getting your marbles. And you, you will cry. Yeah, exactly. The, some good prizes looking to be had this year, as always. You can get the absolute virtue items, and that's pretty much the only way we're ever going to get them. So get but in I'm... another stash if you win. And, yeah, that's really all POL has given us to talk about. They gave us some information on the New Year's event, but even that, not really very much information. Just do it. The usual. The holiday event was fun. It was. Did anyone get their Juno tree? I, I did. did. Oh, you did? Yep. How's it look? Uh, it's pretty. Nice and big and white. Oh, boy. I, I, didn't, I didn't get mine. I was lazy. And I'm usually right on top of that event stuff, but I've already got so many trees in my mog house. I hate it. What's one more? Come on. <laughs> well, I've already got the Elshimo palm, and, well, I've got the totem pole. That used to be a tree. I'm getting there. Got the three Christmas trees. You don't want to interrupt the feng shui of the current setup? That's right. I've got my mark house feng shui What's your mark enhancement? Experience. Oh, dang. I was going to make fun of you. Uh, wow. Well, my mark enhancement's Endorian Conquest. Yeah, you were totally hoping it was going to be like water, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's bit. experience. Uh, Got to get that uh, millionaire's desk. Get some uh, mark enhancement guild going on. Yeah, but that only like does like for beastmen that drop money. It really doesn't do anything else inside of that. Well, then we could finally have a reason to kill Beastmen. Uh, and Shadow Dragon. And Shadow... Well, yeah, more Shadow Dragon killing. Get some biased pop. Drop that dragon, and then suddenly an even bigger dragon lands on you. I like it. Sounds like a good time. Oh, biased. I have a fun experience with that. Um, Ooh, do tell. I was killing the Shadow Dragon just for fun. You know, hey, extra gill, right? Right. So I kill him, and the way it died... It, it it looked like it, as if it was bowing to me, so my ego got the better of me. So as I was taking screenshots, all of a sudden bias pops up and eats my face. How's that? <laughs> oh, uh, I'll say if you had caught that on Fraps, you could post it on YouTube and get a million hits. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That Arm. reminds me of the time uh, I wanted to get some pictures, so I was trying to get the pictures of all the worms I'd gotten Jormungand, and I was on my way down to get Vertra. And I was just so overly confident heading in there that I completely forgot to put Sneak up going around that last corner and aggroed like 50 undead. <laughs> Didn't even make it there after bragging that I could get a picture of any mob in the game. You still have that picture, don't you? Oh, I eventually did get the picture. It's, it's around here somewhere. I'll get it. Maybe I'll put it up on the website. Yes, you will. Okay, yeah. I've got the picture of uh, Vertra standing over my corpse. It was the only way I could figure <laughs> out to get a good picture of him because I couldn't get close enough. So I just let him eat me and then took the picture from inside his guts awesome i know it was pretty good and uh that right there will move us into our callers i think because we're just moving right along today we've got looks to be five callers on the docket for the day and four new callers so that that'll be exciting we'll get some new faces new well new names voices. anyway new voices new voices on voices of anadil see uh, i know oops. yes yes i know it was a pun i'm sorry <laughs> All right, we're going first to Ravencroft of Hades. Welcome back to the show, Ravencroft. Good to hear from you again. Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. How are you doing, Zero? Doing um, good. doing all right. See, we're doing good. What can all we right. do you for today, Raven? Uh, I'm actually here to talk about events. And, wow, Tonti, I didn't know you were here today. Hey, how are you Surprise. doing? Yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, me and Tom too are in the same link show. Uh, we're in uh, Heroes on Legacy, and we actually do events together. And uh, no, I don't pay him to do good PR for my show. No, this is all true, actually. So, 
Well, uh, that's, that's he's actually true. here to back this up. So, um, we actually uh, did a garrison uh, a while back. Uh, basically, we we actually did this event. Uh, one of our uh, Link Shell members, uh, Rage, he leads this event, and uh, not many people know that a lot of the money that you can get from this is from the level 20 gear where you can get from uh, in the Valkram Dune. So out of all that leveling and everything that everyone's done and everyone hates the dunes, it's actually a good place to make money because there's this one item that you can get. I don't know. It varies from sort of the server, but uh, on Hades, it's like around 300,000. It's the military harp, which is a level 20, uh, uh, harp that bars really need. What's and, it do? Uh, it actually helps out with one of their important uh, spells. I think oh. ballad. Yeah, oh, ballad. It's, it's ballad. That's what it is. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so all the recent military harps on Hades have been from people in our shell who have been doing garrison. And uh, I, w- I want to throw this out. Nimbalo, Sarai's going to kill you for undercutting her harp. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, called out on the show. I like it. And if she, yeah, and if she's not going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, Nimbalo. We're becoming the Jerry Springer of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, but this is, it's for different reasons, though. Oh well, okay then. All right. So the the military harp. I know. Also, mannequin pieces drop out of there. The legs and the feet. Me. Yes. And- uh, Zays and I used to do the BCNMs to get the head, hands, and body. That was always a good time. It was a fairly reliable method of making money back in the day. Not so much anymore. It, it still is, though. There's still people that like to have you know a whole huge set of mannequins. You know, they like to have you know a one mannequin for Paladin, and then they got another set that they like for uh, Dark Knight or White Mage. I mean, uh, one of our Link Chun members, Miss Amanda, likes to have her wedding set. Uh, gown on that, and she calls her a uh, mannequin Barbie, though. <laughs> well, I don't know sense. why. Yeah. My size Barbie. So who's Ken? Um, her Moogle. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. That, that would that would her Moogle Bernard. 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 <laughs> my my friend Loris. She names all of her Beastmaster pets. Uh, she's had, um, I think it was Bill, or no, George the Tiger and Mr. Scuttles. I guess you, I'm sure you can guess who that is. <laughs> so her, her and Mr. Scuttles are not on speaking terms right now. There was a battle or something like that. It was bad. Uh, yeah. Other events, uh, you know, besides, you know, Sky, uh, Dynamis. I mean, uh, we were trying to get together an ex, uh, what is it, uh, it's not Garrison. It's the Expedition Party. Expeditionary Force. Force. Yeah, Expeditionary Force. Uh, there's a problem with that, though. For that to work, you need to be, like, on the same nation. And right. basically, you know, Link Chills these days, you know, everyone's diverse. So I, I think that that was more possible back back in the day, like, you know, 2003, 2004. You just don't see Expeditionary Forces going on these days. But you do, you do see a Garrison go on. Uh, once in a while, but if you, that's one of the best things to do, if you really need to make money, just yeah. go do a garrison. I, I gotta say, back in the day, like 2003, 2004, people were so 
adamant about what nation they were from that you could get all Sandorian link shells or all Bastukan link shells, you know? Nowadays, you don't get that so much because the people who have been around have done all three nations, and you kind of lose that sense of loyalty, except for me and Zays and Zero. We didn't. Same here. Sandy for life. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, once they've done all three, they lose that sense of loyalty that they had to their nation way back when. And now it's just, you don't get all one group anymore. And heaven help you if you shout for, like, who wants to get a bunch of Sandorians together and go take over Saruta Baruta? Well, every window seen around is going to go to Saruta Baruta and make sure you don't get it. So it's hard to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to remember when, uh, when, uh, was it, Sandura took over. Uh, Gustaberg and uh, Sarita Bruda, everyone else that was not in Sandoria was livid. And they're going, <laughs> What? That can't happen. Wait, you mean Gustaberg and Sarita Bruda got taken over at the same time, in the same week? Yeah. That's wow. intense. Speaking of which, Gustaberg is under uh, Sandy control this week on the 80s. Nice. 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 <laughs> who, who else remembers when. Uh, Vertra was introduced, and people were always camping Vertra, so Sandoria kept losing control of Ronfor because of all the XP going in uh, King Ronpair's tomb. I think the same goes now because everyone is doing astral burn parties in Coraloka Tunnel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I really would never do an astral burn party. You lie. You were in one. No. Nope. Never was, and never will be. I leached once, and then I realized my skill levels got depressingly low, so I never did it again. I did. It was fun. A lot more fun than sitting around LFG for nine hours. Um, now I'm paying for it because I'm 75 and skilling up summoning skill, which isn't bad. You just walk out to Kaidarva Meyer and spam blood packs as often as you can on imps until you get your skill up. So it's not so bad. But, yeah, I can see definitely the advantages of doing it both ways. I took Dragoon up 75 the hard way. That was enough. Once is enough. I never need to do that again. Thoughts? Oh, and Zeru, I feel your pain on Alfred. Yeah. Yeah, it's like his Tarus. I'm not sure. I think he's getting no, out. he just, he's an equal opportunity hater. I mean, uh, yeah. Do you know how hard it is just to maintain your rank? In yeah. Class? It's like you're gone for five days, and then you're saying, um, yeah, you need to be keeping on doing campaign because we need to meet a certain quota. I'm like, and I was like, wait, when did it start becoming a sauce? And when did you start becoming Naja Salahin? <laughs> right. Hey, excuse me, but um, do you look like a lady? Because I think you're a dude right now. No kidding. No, no I'm you. sorry. I don't have that problem. He likes my show, so I never lose my rank. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom's got a, he had a great episode this week. How uh, many campaigns did you do? Uh, let's see here. Oh, three. Uh, yeah, here's your medal. That's a Get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> no kidding. Raven, uh, we got to let you go pretty quick. Anything else you wanted to say? Uh, just other than that, I'm going to be having another music video coming out because I'm actually working on two right now. One. Nice. Yes, I'm actually doing a montage because I actually had a teaser trailer out for 2010. And the music is going to be bigger. The videos are going to be bigger. And there's going to be more special guests. And uh, there might be some people that you might remember, and there's going to be some people that you know that's on the LBR network. Ooh. Well, let's, yes. uh, let's, let's get the question out there that everyone's wondering. Is it going to be us? Yeah, it could be you guys. Wow. No, that's just saying no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, if you guys come to Hades, we can have oh. some. I've heard so but, many people demanding I come to Hades. It's like the only thing Hades doesn't have, I guess, because, you know, Hades needs another podcast based out of there. That's exactly what they need. <laughs> well, I think we're going to have to let you go then, Ravencroft. Any quick shout-outs to make? Uh, besides the Heroes on Legacy and Chocobo Knights, and uh, basically to anyone that listens to the show, thank you, and uh, and to everyone that's playing right now. Excellent. All right, Ravencroft, good talking to you. And Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you, too, man. Mm-hmm. See ya. Later. All right, our next caller is Valkara from Kate's. Valkara, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Excellent. So, uh, have any new events or any interesting stories you want to tell us today? Um, actually, yes. Uh, my LS, well, this is what happened. Um, my LS did a garrison run, and I believe it was West Ronfar. And I missed it because I was out doing something in real life and whatever. And then uh, we were doing rank missions. I missed that, too. Real life stuff. Yeah, it's that time of the year, unfortunately. Everybody's, everybody's running around taking care of things. I think yeah. she was in the same party as me and Zay's. <laughs> she might have been there. Could be. Our level in the back, maybe. It was a fun party. It could uh, it was, I think it was an alliance. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Okay, Velka, well, what is, what's the story you want to tell us today? Um, I'd actually have a couple points because um, what happened was me and my LS a couple days ago, we were trying to uh, fight an unclaimed notorious monster out in, um, I believe it was Rollenberry Fields that I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a really huge big bird. Smurg. Smurg. Drops of trotter hey. boots. I still want them. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't remember off the top of my head, even if I wanted to. Anyway, um, we had a whole bunch of 75s from our LS come help us. We had the thing about 40%, and pretty much it raged and killed everybody. How many did you have? Uh, Maybe we had like seven or eight people from our LS that were like 75 come and help us. and then But we had brigade up or whatever, and... More people just kept on coming and coming, and and I kept saying, "Hey, can you lend us a hand?" And then they were like, "Oh no, no, no! We're just gonna, we just want the drop and stuff." And like, oh, what? You just show up for the drop? Come on, you know, we could use some more help. And unfortunately, that's the that's the nature of people that really want to wear mobs that only spawn once a day. Is that they show up? Oh, we're gonna sit here for a minute. Hey, look, they wiped. That's yeah. blame it. And they pretty much took our kill. But they, uh, but they didn't get the drop. Oh, good. <laughs> well, it's always nice to see justice served on some level anyway. <laughs> We've been, uh, I haven't done an HNM in a while. I think the last one I went to was a Fafnir. And you talk about cutthroat NMs. Uh, I, I think people would kill their brother to get that NM. <laughs> Faffy. Yeah, never going to the area ever again. No, that place sucks. Yeah. Just getting there sucks. Uh, can't be Hemoth before. Usually before the server, where after the server goes up, usually he just he's just he's just up walking around and he's oh hey hey it's Behemoth. Everybody's logging in. Get out here now. Move it. You're going too slow. Oh cool, everybody's here. All right, cool, cool. Okay, let's kill it. And you know, I never seen anything drop from him. The last time I killed Behemoth, uh, we got a cloud evoker, and that was it. 
Ouch. Not even a crystal. A cloudy loker. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, you know, H&M hunting, I wouldn't say it's an event that didn't make it, but it really is an event that you're either dedicated to doing that or you don't do it. It's really hard to do that and as a and other things as well, I think. Yeah, I agree. If you're going to be an HNMLS, you're an HNMLS. That's pretty much the way it is. Uh, Valkara, is your link shell an HNMLS? Um, no, we're kind of working on still getting it there, but right now we're just trying to get other stuff done. But I think eventually we'll get up there at some point. Oh, awesome! Cool. Uh, whatever events you get, does your link shell do? Like any sky, any sea? Um, we were. I think we might do. Like depending on how many people might have it accessed already, uh, some a lot of people still need access to those events. So when we get a chance to uh, help those people get those events, we'll see what we can do. Awesome. So you're kind, of, you're kind of working through storylines right now to unlock Sky and see and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we've all all been there. Those those are some grinds. The grind to see that that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then again, we we did do it post Earth, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we can't. We don't really have the right to complain. There were people no, we who don't. did it when it was way harder. <laughs> hey, I, I'm Snow, and you're gonna lose about fifty thousand XP before you kill me. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, pretty much. The airship fight is so much fun, though. Oh Which yes. Oh, the airship fight. Yeah. The oh, three stage it me, fight. It took me twenty-seven tries to get that fight. Ow. Was it really that bad? Yes, it was 27 tries, and then people came and helped me finally. I think uh, Thomas Warlord helped with that. It was great. When we finally beat it, what a great feeling. But I went through about 500k in polymer pumps, and I don't even want to know how much XP trying to get through that fight. It was brutal. Of course, I don't think when I did it, I don't think you lose XP. In the- yeah, I think they fixed that. Not anymore. I, th- yeah. I think you were... Uh- we did that during extra life. I think you uh, you heard me and my party come back into the LBR vent at the time and and scream our heads off about how oh, yeah liked yeah I remember that sense. and I was I was over at uh, Ark Sniper's house. Yeah, I remember that. That was the moment when I ripped my headset off because my ears hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Yeah, well, I just, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask if there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, let's see. There was an event I that we that my other LS cause um that we used to do only on Wednesdays, but we quit doing that or whatever, and then the leader kept doing like, Oh, we gotta go do C, we gotta do H and M's, oh we gotta go do Sky, we gotta do on Harry on Harry R and I'm like, Ugh, I can't do any of those because 'cause I'm not seventy five yet. It's not fair. Yeah, a lot of the uh, events really are geared towards endgame. It, it's not like it used to be where there was stuff you could do all the way up. Remember Eco Warrior? Eco oh, Warrior. That's, that's what we did on Wednesdays, but we just quit doing it. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Fun. Back in the day, that's what you did for money. That's all there was. It was that and farming fire crystals for 5K a stack. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that, like, you know, what was it, 10K, 15K? For what? For Eco War. Or was it 5K? I don't 5K. Remember. And uh, Scroll of the Dragon Chronicles. That 5K NX, that 5K, I mean, that lasts as long as it's going to be possible. Yep, you did. That's uh, That was a good time. Always a good time. Trying to get an alliance together, shouting in Sandoria because you're not high enough level to walk to Juno. Oh, yeah, I remember when someone from my alien shell had to walk me to Juno, and I thought I was going to die because of that one uh, tree NM. 
a walking Jugner? tree or whatever. In Jugner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember him. Uh, Freylissa. Freylissa, thank you. Thank you. Could not think of that name. I just I ran into him like four times in Nizewell Isle. Every time I ran into that Soul Flare and um, Freylissa was standing right next to him. Vile Inif. Ugh, I, I tried to fight it one time with my 62 ninja and it's just oh, epic fail. Yeah, he's pretty tough. The uh, pinecone bomb from him sucks. Oh, yeah. All right, well, did you want to make any uh, shout-outs before we let you go today? Um, Yeah, I would actually like to make a shout-out to uh, my link show, Beyond Glory, and um, my other link show, House of Treas, which used to be called House of Treaties, but uh, the leader that was uh, part of House of Treaties, his account got locked because he had gone on a honeymoon with his wife, and when he got back, he couldn't get back on. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you, Valcaro. We'll oh. hope to hear from you again sometime. All right. Thanks, guys. Now, happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. All right. So I, I want to bring something up that Valcaro sort of mentioned. Um, there's still a lot of new players joining the game at uh, still at this point because of the interest in final fantasy 14 you know and they're like oh so what's a square and a square mmo like so they come to final fantasy 11 and uh i think it's it's a good thing that uh link shells like hers um take the time and effort to help newer players through the stories and whatnot uh because you know as a new player it can be really really hard to get help especially considering you know how everyone is close to you know um above fit level 50 you know yeah so yeah. props to them yeah the other day i did a slash search all and there's about a thousand people online and then i did slash search all 75 and 512 of them were 75 mm-hmm. so that really goes to show you just how many people are left under 75 and i agree with you i think it's important that people who are interested in 14 get to see 11 at least for the storyline maybe not so much for the gameplay because the gameplay is going to change so drastically but the storyline for an mmo especially is really good change of promathi is a great story yeah definitely and uh, i was i was helping someone who switched nations in our link shell the other day um i hadn't fought the shadow lord since i did it at level 40 Oh, yeah. And uh, we went through that in maybe two, three days, and you know, to get up to that point, less. So, you know, you you can definitely help someone get through it fast. So they won't be as much as a, a quote unquote burden to you, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I agree. It can definitely be done. Zayz and I really worked through those missions pretty quick. We picked up a couple people along the way at, at one time or another who needed a mission. And we also got help from people. So it was really cool to grind through mm-hmm. that. And we're moving right along today, so I guess we're going to go to our next caller. Joining us next, awesome Bismarck representation. We got Nimbus Yosh of Bismarck. That's right, Bismarck. Y'all know what it is. Representing Zen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our first Bismarck caller. How exciting. How's it going, Nimbus? Uh, Well, at the moment, I just got mana burned by two undead. Oh. (laughs) Two water fours. It was refreshing. Ooh. <laughs> uh, some uh, blood aggro there? Yeah, yeah. Note to self. Undead blood aggros. I should know this as a paladin. I should know right. What level and where? Uh, level 75 in Bosidine S. Ooh. Ooh, hanging out. Past. Hanging out in Northland Past. Uh, played that dragon yet? Uh, oh, yeah. My link show was the first one to beat it on my server. Stomped him. Nice. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. 
Nice. I was trying to get that thing down one day with Raven and uh, Vice and Alexia. It just wouldn't come down. You need yeah, the amp here. <laughs> you need at least six people to take that thing. You need to cut that out. Oh, the, oh no, no, no. We we were just doing it for the kicks, man. I mean, I was talking to Vice, and I said, "Okay, you know what? Let's go to both. Let's go to Zarkabart S, and I'll <laughs> sub Dragoon, and I'll jump on him." He just wanted to see that. Oh. <laughs> It would eat your face with tea and crumpets. Well, it didn't because it didn't come down. As a dragoon, was, I want to see that. It was scared of that holy, bro. That one that put you put that dark man on. <laughs> uh, you guys, I haven't been to Zarkabar since it's been fixed. Um, has anybody else been to Zarkabar since they redid the placement of the dragon? I've yeah. still never been there. Yeah, I've, I've been there just recently. Ain't nobody up in there. But yeah, I just went there recently. Uh, the dragon doesn't eat your face as soon as you take three steps. Nice. I, mean, I remember back in the day, campaigns going on. It was over. I'm all walking back. And all of a sudden, the dragon at the uh, the Arbiter is kind of sitting there. Like, Hi. How you doing? Oh, really? Lunchy munchy? Lunchy munchy? Lunchy munchy. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh. During campaign, it would just it always find a way to aggro someone and come down, and we didn't stand a chance. It, it just chomped your face, and uh, I mean, I brought my link shell through there. We tried to we tried to do a couple campaign battles out there, but the the, the greater Ampeter, he's hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he's brutal. Uh, Nimbus, what events you want to talk to us about today? What's your topic? All right, well, uh, I got two events. Uh, I talked to Scalia like the day I heard about the the new um, the new episode. The main thing I want to talk to talk to y'all about is Ballista. 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 The, the bastard child of all PvP. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I'll put it to y'all like this, and this is the main point I'm gonna make about a lot of these failed events. Um, you don't get anything. See, I'm a console player. You know, I come from like Soul Calibur, Street Fighter. You know, where the as the measure of how good you are is can you beat up the other person? Yep. Whoever wins is the better Street Fighter or whatever. So when they first announced Ballista, I mean, I wouldn't even be in the game if it wasn't for Ballista because I was about to quit at level fifty because the game just got really real around that time. Right. But, this is back you know, in the day where the XP bar was set so high, and that oh, the climb was just unbearable. This was this was back in a this was back about two thousand and four. This was yep. way back mm-hmm. there. Yep. And uh, you know, shouts out to my man Iknak. I don't I don't think he plays anymore, but uh, he told me you know once you hit level sixty, you know we gonna beast it out in Ballista. And I sat there and grinded. You know all those. Um, all those limit break missions, all those uh, AF missions. Paladin was my first uh, level seventy-five job. All those AF missions, all those limit break missions. You know, getting. I don't know if y'all remember four. You know, four K XP an hour was a good party. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> so uh, really? finally, yeah. Oh wow. You don't know what it's like to <laughs> to be in a game that's not Calubri based. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah, oh, that I was. Do. I do. Who remembers the Braxis parties in Lufay's Meadows? Ooh, I remember them. I do. That was a good time. Good time. I got level 75 in King Rompier's tomb. You know. <laughs> nice. We'll make it like 75 XP per mob, if that. Killing the super undead? Yeah, killing this uh yeah, killing the super undead. And it was it was ridiculous at the time. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, but back to the ballista thing. Got to ballista, started playing. 
it was about the most fun thing I played in Final Fantasy XI. And, you know, I can think of only a few things that might be more fun to me. But a lot of people don't play it because, I mean, look at the reward you get. You know, they added, you know, oh, you get maybe 1.5K if you win and 500 XP for an hour, hour and a half event. Yeah, you don't get very much out of it. You know, so you do the actual event, or do you just beat up on each other? I mean, to to do the actual, uh, you know, they have the the time ballistas. You know, mm-hmm. every day, you know, if you have your ballista earring on, you'll see when there's ballistas going. On. I don't know if y'all have that on. I still have mine on because uh, yeah, me too. I dream of the day where I see, so, oh shoot, they doing ballista. Let me go ahead and uh, beast them out real quick. But <laughs> you know what I think might would help ballista. Is if maybe you got points based on how many capture or how many points you scored in the game, how many kills you got, how many deaths you got, mm-hmm. and you were ranked maybe in ballista. And when you got slash checked right next to your title, they would have your ballista rank. So if you were the best on the server, you'd be rank one, and you know so on down the line. I mean, they already have something similar to that. You know, uh, you could walk around with a. I, I used to walk around all the time with ballista titles, um, like gold ballista stinger. Uh, you know, uh, Ballista Star, all that stuff. Oh, you yeah, know, the Battle Star. Exactly. You have those titles and whatnot. But uh, we was kicking it around in, um, in my link shell for a little while and was thinking, you know, those those new synergy, you know, items and stuff, you can, what do they call it? You can etch your armor or whatnot. Evil Leaf. Mm-hmm. Leaf. Even, yeah, that. You know, maybe if you get so many points and, you know, trade in your armor, maybe you can, you know, uh, augment it, you know, etch it, all sorts of just, you know, something that, you know, RMTs won't take advantage of, but will still give you a good enough reward, so you actually you can actually do that and actually have fun at the event. You know? Yeah, I agree. Like I said, with being ranked, if you ran into someone who was ballistaing and he was ranked number one on the server, that might get a bit of a draw. People are like, "Hey, I want to kill this guy." You know? F shoot, there's. <laughs> Like I said earlier in, um, in the sound check, there was a guy that I, I want to stomp on constantly because because of what he does in Ballista. He cheats. He cheats like a, a chunky monkey. I'm not going to say how, but he cheats. Um, <laughs> and uh, we used to have people. I mean, think about this job combination. A black mage thief was like the top Ballista player for the longest time. You know, all he do was just run up to you, steal your rook. <laughs> sleep Aga 2, run back, nuke one person and go score. And he did it constantly and I wanted to stomp him too. He <laughs> he stayed constantly the top uh top ballista player. And it was great. It was awesome. But you know, people stop doing it because you literally do not get stuff. And, yeah. yeah. I got a good story about ballista. Yeah. A long time ago when I did my first ballista, I'm fighting a black mage who stuns me and puts me to sleep and starts casting burst on me. At which point I just said, ah, crap. And a thief sends me a slash tell and says, don't worry about it. Sneaks up behind the black mage while invisible. Sneak attack, trick attacks, and one-shots him with a weapon skill before the cast goes off. <laughs> nice. I know, here's my hero. Mm, do y'all know about, like, the, the they had to nerf blue mages, and this was the main reason why. In Ballista, they would five-second kill mages. They would just run up and just cannonball and do, like, two other things, and mages are dead. As soon as the mages, like, pop up, they're done. But that's why they did that, you know, kind of balance the game out. I have yep. a ton of bullets. I, I had a light skill chain put on me, and it was magic bursted by uh, a flare 2. I've been hit with that and survived and survived all that. Oh, nice. Wow. You know, 
died right after because somebody whacked me with a staff or something. But, you know, at least I survived it. <laughs> I survived the flare, too, but that stupid critical hit for 12 damage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yo, that's all you need. And I mean, that's right. The enemies in Ballista are intelligent. You know, you're not going to be doing the same fight in Ballista over and over and over. You know, you can camp. You can camp Simurg. Yeah, we just talked about that earlier. You camp Simurg. Simurg going to do the same attacks all the time. Yep. You know, you're going to camp those H&M's Pandemonium Warden. You know he's going to eat your face all the time. You know, but in Ballista, the guy across from you, you know, they might have a different strategy with fighting you using different weapons, different armor and whatnot. And it's a, a lot more of a thinking game. But... I- I agree with you. I think SE needed to put a little more work into the PvP system in this game. And I have a feeling that in 14, we're going to see some cool PvP. Because I I think SE picked up on that when Uh, they center and whatnot. I read a report that SE is not making PvP the primary focus of 14. Oh, I don't want to be the primary focus. Just give us something. I mean, it'd be be great. It'd be awesome. But I don't think SE would do that, you know. Ah, but yeah, shouts out to the people uh, from Louisiana um, during the Katrina incident when the Ballista Royale was happening. Uh, oh, yeah. Sad that I had to to move from, you know, my place of residence during Ballista Royale. And I mean, that was like we had link shells of people doing doing Ballista at that time because they wanted their crown. They wanted to be, you know, we're the best in Ballista, we're the best in PvP cross yep. servers. Since yep. then, they just haven't done anything with it. You know. All right. Uh, any other shout outs you want to make for us, Nimbus? Shout outs. Uh, shouts out to my MOF family. You know, Dude, Aridin, APOC, uh, all my generals, so on and so forth. Uh, if I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. Uh, shouts out to all my haters. You know, it's because of y'all. Y'all done made me strong, and I keep playing the game every time y'all hate. And uh, a big shout out to uh, all the people that's left the game. You know, y'all have friends that's gone. I got friends that's gone. You know, bought a little little Yugudo juice for that. Yep. And uh, and I mean, yo, shouts out to y'all hosts. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thank hey. you, bro. You know, thanks. For the thanks. It's nice to hear. Tom, two shouts out to you. I listen to your show too, man. Like I said, thank you. Not supposed to gush, but yo, <laughs> we do what it do. <laughs> And uh, Thanks for love, man. That's it. All right, Nimbus. Great talking to you, man. Holla back at your boy. Peace. All right, take it easy. Okay, as promised in our last episode, we're we're handling it. The issue we're doing it. Black Mage versus Scholar. It's here. Joining us, we have a personal hero of our show. Uh, she does everything i don't know she gets our artwork together she helps with the scripts for the point five episodes she does a lot for us and uh, we really appreciate it and uh, we're going to zaris of bismarck zaris how are you hi i'm doing rather well um just sitting in juno right now because uh, we've got linda's coming up shortly sorry i'm not there there doesn't that mean you're supposed to be there yeah <laughs> No, he's excused because he's working. Right. Okay, well, Zerus, I think we're going to let you lead off the argument. Here it goes. Black Mage versus Scholar. Stand back. Okay. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound kind of unbiased, but even though I'm only, like, I'm a 75 Scholar, but my Black Mage is only 33. So my Black Mage opinions are purely based off of observation. I noticed that a lot of people frown on scholar making because, well, most of the time people think that we're going to be resisted or that are go- we're going to suck. And 
and we see consistently that I'm one of the hardest sneakers in our show. Took my spot. <laughs> you can see where a lot of the didn't take much off. to take your spot. Oh, <laughs> Gary Springer again. Here we go. No, not really. I'm. Scholar is a good, strong nuker spike-wise, and then we can do a couple of really powerful nukes really quickly. We're like a Dark Knight that spams everything at once into a single hit. Oh, okay. Whereas a Black Mage I've seen is more consistently hitting the higher numbers. I Not see. always hitting the highest, but they're more consistently hitting. Well, I can lie and say Black Mage and all be is number and say it not. Black mages like seeing the, you know, the eighteen hundred burst twos or the you know two thousand burst twos, and that's not the subject of the debate. I think the bigger issue, personally, I, I think, is the overall usefulness of a black mage versus a scholar in a event setting. Yeah, definitely. The other day, I had a scholar in my Nizel party, and when we aggroed a pudding, scholar had that wrapped up real quick. But the problem came when. After a few nukes, uh, the scholar ran out of stratagems. Yeah, we've only got four stratagems total, which constitutes either cutting the MP costs and recasts in half, um, cutting the timers in half, or adding 20% damage to our nukes. We can also, we can't gaw any of our nuke spells, but we can gaw spell any of our enfeebling spells. Oh, interesting. Basically, manifestation works with any of the enfeebling spells, like. Sleep, sleep to. Um, it also works with dark magics like rain and a sphere, which works really well in dynamis. Like if you're really low on MP, like the last time I was at 78 MP, I manifested and then sphered and I was back to full. Those are always good times. And it also works with keloform, which is the scholar actually, like instead of a relic weapon, we get a spell. Basically, Keloform allows us to get additional magic accuracy on any spell that we have a current weather on. Interesting. Zeru, what do you think, Black Major Scholar? This is the bigger question of, you know, let's look at the game. Let's assume, just for you know the sake of argument, that Scholar was around the same time Black Mage was. Let's say they they had an equal amount of time in the game, and people can easily pick their class and level it up. Let's pretend it's not a new, not a new class that's been around forever. Going into like an event, what will a link show leader want in versus ever a black mage or a scholar? I think it depends on the situation. I would have right. to agree. For like sleeping, what would be better? Black mage or scholar? Scholar. Uh, Definitely scholar. a scholar. We have a higher enfeebling magic. Oh really? Um, with our AF body, we have an A um, A in enfeebling magic, which is just barely below a red mage. Maybe we need to do like a, a panel by panel. Like, overall nuking, what's better? Overall nuking, I have to give it to um, Black Mage, just because okay. the AM2s and the fact that they've got a higher skill so they don't get resisted as much. Okay, crowd control, Black Mage or Scholar? Scholar. Sleeping, you already said Scholar. Mm-hmm. What else does Black Mage do? Black Mage, what we have is uh, Sleep 2 and a decent elemental skill. I'm oh, sorry, enfeebling skill, which... In comparison, we don't have the amazing, awesome gear that Scholar has for enfeebling. We have a little bit of... Okay. You guys can wear any of the abjuration gear from Sky, and you can wear the abjuration gear from Ontariar. You've got salvage gear. Okay, for straight accuracy, maybe. But we're 
in terms of actual and feeling skill, I think a couple pieces of AF have it, and that's about it. Don't forget your Erica mask that has some feeling skill as well. Yeah, that's true. And feebling torque. But even with all that, will that trump a scholar's and feebling magic skill? No. Exactly. No. Will not trump our skill. So maybe the question is scholar gets all this and the ability to do white magic. What needs to change to bring the balance to scholar and black page? Thoughts? Anyone? I don't think you should turn a scholar into a black mage, period. Um, Zaris, you say that um, scholar excels at sleeping in comparison to black mage, right? That's correct. Okay. Um, h- how many mobs would you be sleeping then? And how long would um, they stay asleep? One of our last dynamics situa- that I went okay. scholar, our red mages were getting slaughtered left and right, but I, I turned around and slept the entire death house with one sleep get to. So maybe it's actually Red Mage that needs to worry about Scholar. <laughs> maybe. Uh, possibly. But I think one of the larger issues for Black Mage, you said Black Mages are... A Black Mage will take overtake a Scholar nuking. Is better at... For more efficient at nuking than Scholar is. I disagree. Primarily because of the fact that you guys have better MP management than we do. Yeah, Black Mage is kind of forced to blow through its MP whenever it does uh, something. You, you make a mention of AM2... The problem with that is we really don't use AM2s all that much, primarily because of the huge MP drain. I mean, for Tartaru, I mean, it's a little more manageable considering you have so much, but for other races like Kadalka or, you know, Humes, anybody else is just a little overbearing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the, the MP drain. When you did the Amugukubo Dita final mission, it was hard to figure out whether it was worth it to do AM2s just because the MP cost was so great. I think you were crunching some numbers to find out what would be more MP efficient in the situation. We did. We found Thunder damage. 4 to be better. Yeah. Yeah, based on what I've seen, MP efficiency would definitely go to the tier 4s versus the M2s. But like you said, there's Black Mage. You like to see the bigger numbers. It's great in effect when we want to blow up big numbers. If it's something like that needs to die and needs to get heavy nukes, Black Mage would win, obviously. But the problem is and that's such a minor situation that needs to happen. In. Yeah, nowadays you don't have... Especially in parties, you don't have a situation where you need to deal a lot of damage at once. You're, the rage right now is fighting things that die really fast. Like, there's no way a mob in a merit party is going to live long enough for AM2's casting time. You have to open the fight with an AM2 because, like, if you're in a Dragoon party, no mob lives long as long as AM2's casting time. No way. It's the last time Black Mage got an XP party in Merit anymore. You want to take yeah. this outside? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, uh, now we're now we're poking at the wounds. Well, in that case, the, the scholar doesn't really do the nuking; they're the healers. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like, unfortunately, Black Mage has now been cast to the side because of that. Plus, yeah, unfortunately, the is probably extinction as a result of what people wanting merits. Yeah, TYU yeah, is don't, just the death of Black Mage. Mm-hmm. Scholars don't have to be nuking. They can do that other thing just as well, and they don't have to worry about nuking. And yet, you know, it doesn't really seem to hurt white mage as much as it hurts black mage. Like, what was the last time you heard white mage? And the amount of hate that we get off of that is more than enough to make up for it. Wait, so Scholar doesn't get Cure 5? They don't. The best See, they can get is, um, I think, if they sub white mage, they and they use divine seal, and they bump up their um, their white magic with uh, uh, what's, what's it called again, celerity. 
Rapture, Rapture right. Gives, uh, and cast Cure 4 or Curaga 4. They can potentially cast um, a better cure than a Cure 5 with Divine Seal, but they would get so much more hate and they would die instantly. So that's interesting because Scholar does not get White Mage's best curing spell, but they do get Black Mage's best nuking spell. We do, they don't get AM2s. But once Are again, they? we don't fire AM2s. Like as I say, think. your best spell. I, th- I think your tier fours are better than your AM2s, personally. From MP efficiency, yes. From a, um, from but, a you know, damage efficiency, no. But you have to merit to get that your AM2s. Correct. White Mage doesn't have to merit to get cure five, does it? No, they don't. No. Okay. Yeah, that's in the 60s. Well, uh, Zerus, unfortunately, we're kind of running into our time limit with our, our callers. Maybe we need to get you on next time to continue this debate. It can be an ongoing debate. Sounds like a good idea to me. All right. Well, maybe right. we'll we'll talk to you next time then. So, you got any shout outs you want to make real quick? Um, I'm going to make a shout out to everyone in Hands of Fate. Um, I got a couple of friends on other servers. Um, JM Brandon over on Phoenix. And um, I'd like to say uh, hi to Jcat over on um, Carbuncle. <laughs> and we're going to take that as a message that it's time to let you go. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Yep, take it, take easy. it easy. Bye-bye. Well, there we go. That's Zerus, and we might be having her back next time, so... Well, maybe not. We got four, the huge 14 debacle we got to tackle first. Yeah, next time's going to be very busy. Maybe the time after. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not... I don't see any reason to slow it up. Let's just move right into our last caller, Samar Samar of Carbuncle Server. Hello, hello. Hey there. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. You're not going to do yeah. the tarot speak the whole time, are you? Only occasionally. Okay. I might, me and Zay's might go a little crazy. But uh, nevertheless, welcome to Voices of Anadeal. What are you talking to us about today? I will be talking about Garrison. Cool. Talk about it. Uh, haven't done it in a while, but uh, there's been someone in my link shell, uh, uh, Firefox. Uh, shout out to um, Whistledove. And uh, she's been organizing uh, a few Garrison uh, runs. I've uh, been able to participate in one of them. Sweet. How and, was it? Uh, it's kind of weird. We got to like the final wave with like the notorious monster at the end. Uh, and uh, I was on Paladin, and I swear we would not have wiped if my computer had not lagged so horribly and I had gotten off that Invincible. I swear. Oh, uh, it happened. What level were you? What level was uh, it? Uh, thirty. Uh, but it's like I was a shred mage, and I had just diagged like all the orcs. So an invincible would have meant like you know they were all on me, and then nobody would have gotten hurt. But it was just like a freaking brick wall of lag. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So what did you uh, what did you think of Garrison overall? Why is it not as popular as maybe it should be? Uh, quite simply for the fact that. Uh, well, first of all, people do not like uh, level cap events. Uh, second of all, and uh, second of all, people do not like uh, farming the items for garrison. It's like uh, if you're farming some like random mob somewhere and you get a garrison item and you look at it and you're like, "What the crap is this garrison?" Well, yeah, toss that. Yeah, uh, I definitely hear you. As for the level cap thing, I think that's better than it used to be. Now that gear yeah, scales, level down, sink, you have to buy yeah, that, that is much better. Uh, Garrison's biggest failing is probably the whole nation restriction thing. That you only a third 
average a Veerling show will be able to do at a time, and therefore it is not as easily spammable. Oh, you have to be this, all the same nation to do Garrison? That's not just Expeditionary? No, no it's, you it's have only, to be on the... It's only the temple. nation that uh, has the outpost. Oh, okay. Region control. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, that's probably Garrison's biggest failing right there. I think also a big thing is a lot of the people who come into the game, because Garrison's already not popular, they don't do it, so then they don't have anyone else do it when they get to level 75 and when they get up there. It's kind of like a kind of a snowball effect. You don't do it, so you never do it, so you don't do it with someone else. So nobody, game, so nobody, do nope, and nobody does it, and you can never find anybody to do it, so you don't do it, and you never find anybody to do it because nobody's doing it. Right, exactly. Except for everybody who's called in today. Right. <laughs> Apparently, it's been a well, dominant event today. I've only done it a couple of times, actually. Failed both times. However, on the Juggernaut run, the funniest thing happened. Uh, one of the mannequin parts actually dropped before the uh, NM wave came. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I didn't notice it, so after we all re-raced, uh, one of my uh, Ellis members uh, got the uh, mannequin feet. And he, we were like, oh, sweet. And it's like, oh, well, I'm building a mannequin. Can I have him? And it's like, sure you can, for 100K. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the mannequin parts drop during any wave. It's the um, the stuff like the uh, XP scrolls and the military weapons that drop at the last wave, and that that you get from the um, from a treasure box. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So based on that, we actually uh, came up with a system uh, for garrison uh, so that anyone can actually participate. It just really depends on what nation holds which which region so uh usually we would plan uh on the on sunday when conquest is updated we plan on sunday which garrison we want to do at the end of the week and during the week we just go farm um items for that specific uh region or at least the people from that nation who want to do garrison will be farming and um, the people with pop items are guaranteed one item from the entire treasure pool and everyone can lot on whatever drops until everyone gets gets something. So that way, everyone gets something out of garrison, and uh, I, I, and that's that's worked pretty well in uh, in the events that uh, my friend our friend Rage has been doing. So it doesn't really matter what nation you're from if you want to do garrison that way. Oh, that's cool. Just yeah, just throwing it out there for people who still want to do garrison. That's a fair way to do it. So you basically have everybody farm, like, you know, the day before Conquest, and uh, no matter what nation it is, somebody has the item? Um, you could do that. Uh, I think it's uh, easier to just wait and see uh, what the Conquest map looks like and aim for what area you want to farm for, you know, and just send out the people who want to do Garrison. Hey, you're from that nation. Go farm over there, you know? It's, uh, the, I think oh, that would be the most convenient. And then at the end of the week, you can, you know, all gather and then do the event. So, so you would have something to look forward to, you know? That's a pretty good setup. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to uh, point uh, my Link Show members to this podcast once it comes out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. If you want, I can um, write down the details for you and uh, send it to you so uh, you can work things out if you want. Uh, that's great. Uh, shout out to uh, the Firefox on Carbunco. Uh, just a social show, really. Awesome. All right. Excellent. Uh, let's see what else I want to say. Um, Something about... You wouldn't happen to have Limba's experience? My highest job is level 40. <laughs> That'd be a no. 
Still, I, I remember that email you read like a long time ago when you did the anniversary episode, and it said that I was like, you know, thirty red mage, forty white mage, and paladin, and went farming. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm kind of still doing that, but I'm okay. at, least, at least I'm almost done. I'll be doing blue mage soon. Great. Good. Good. Oh, sounds uh, excellent. One more question for uh, Tom too uh, before I leave. Uh sure. Tom's just doing our show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It, it would be nice if uh, you uh, were to. Uh, does Hughes on do still do the uh, Mobile Maze uh, Mondays? Oh, we've been trying to pick that up. Actually, um, it's actually what um, where we got the uh, distribution idea from. I think, um, you, um, or at least how to pop it, because um, everyone will have like a maze, and the person who would pop the maze would get you know the box at the end. And that way, everyone gets their turn and their items if it drops. You know, that's that. That was our basis for uh, the garrison system. Um, I don't want to take credit for it. It's all uh, Sagan who did, did the Moblin Maze Mondays and Rage who picked up Garrison. Um, shout outs to them, of course. But uh, they have been trying to get that back up, but unfortunately, people have been, you know, getting real life parties and getting their asses kicked as well. And wanting to do other things in a game, like progressing through the story. So, um, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get the Mondays off for Moblin Maze Mondays. But uh, actually, so much stuff to do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of how long, how old it's been, and how unpopular some events are, you know, it there is still a lot to do. Yeah. Such as Garrison. And uh, Marvel Maze Mongers. Uh, the reason I actually uh, brought that up was because of the theme of the episode, and I hadn't heard anything from MMM yet. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. I was doing MMM for a little while. I kind of got off doing it because there wasn't a whole lot to it because they hadn't released everything yet. But uh, I'd like to start doing that again. MMM was fun. Just something you can go in there with a couple people and have a good time. I agree. Mm-hmm. We should like, start working through the, um, the XP mazes. Because oh, that's, that's actually killer XP if you you know get your runes right. Cool. Yeah, I just remembered something about Garrison that I wanted to say earlier. Go ahead. Uh, the buffs actually do not wear upon uh, level restriction, and as with most outposts, they tend to have a field manual right by it. Intent. Yep. Uh huh. On top of that, beforehand, um, you could also uh, go around and kill mobs for the blue treasure caskets for the temporary items, and they will stay. Oh yes, we did that too. Oh. So. Uh, nice. It's nice if you're a dancer and you wouldn't would happen to randomly happenstance upon a Daedalus wing. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, some great tips to all you link shells out there who are getting ready to start garrison. All one of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right. Actually, and it's just the one person organizing it. It's like a attempt to you had uh, rage. Uh, uh, I just, my link shell just has whistle dove. Well, it only takes one, usually, if you can get other people to agree to come along. Exactly. Hey, people tend to be agreeable, actually. So, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's an event they haven't done before. People want to usually give it a shot. Uh, we've reached our time limit for callers today, uh, Thomas. So, or, uh, Tamar, Tamar. Tamar, thank you. We're not Tomas, Tamar. Sorry about that. We've uh, reached our caller limit for the day, so we got to let you go. If there's any more shout-outs you want to make, you can go ahead and do that now. Uh, yes, shout out to, um, uh, shout out to Kiketsky. Uh, he's another Tarantar I know, and if he happens to be listening to this, that'd be cool. All right, cool. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Okay, later. Take it easy. Later, buddy. 
All right, and that's going to do it for our callers for the day. We're done. Well, we're not done, but we're done with callers. Anyway, it was a good good episode. Great callers, great subjects, great topics, great points. Zaries, episode four. It's on. It's on. Oh, okay. Calling out Zaris. You know, you, you don't get too mean with her. You know, she does our banners. Oh, that's true. I don't want to have to find another artist. You know yeah. how hard it is to find artists? Yeah, I know. I know. I'll be nice. Okay. For now. Right, for now. All right. Well, it's the moment everyone's been waiting for. The reason you listen to our show. It's time for the Gamer and Lamer of the Month. We need a theme. I think I said this last episode, too, didn't I? And the episode before that. Eh, yeah. <laughs> And we'll probably save it for the next episode. Yes, we need a theme. We don't have one yet. Hey, if anyone else wants to make a theme. Hint, hint. Yeah, Any audio engineers, theme, we need you. It'll get on, probably. So uh, we're going to do the Gamer of the Month. I need to tell you, we're not getting very many suggestions for Gamers of the Month. And Try we're getting none. a lot of suggestions for Lamers of the Month. Like, our suggestions for Gamers of the Month are a grand total of zero. Which means, I get to name the Gamer of the Month. And if you guys don't give me suggestions, I get to name it. So... You don't want that. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and name the Gamer of the Month, and it's Fusion X, the host of Pet Food Alpha, who has really gone out of the way to help our show. Uh, not only did he have us on his show and allow us to plug it shamelessly, he's also been posting all of our show's updates on his site, too, to kind of get us out there to a bigger fan base, and I really, really appreciate that. We've talked about maybe meeting up at Distant Worlds sometime down in the future, along with all the other uh, LBR hosts and hopefully the network hosts. Uh, thanks, Fusion. You've been a lot of help. We really appreciate it here at Voices of Anadale. You, Fusion! You can find their podcast, Pet Food Alpha, at www.petfoodalpha.com. And that's really all there is to say about the Gamer of the Month. You're the Gamer for December, actually. So you actually, your reign's over. Sorry. But I'm sure it was great. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> and the lamer of the month. This is. Oh boy. There's been a few. It's been very interesting reading what you guys think. You know, should be that guy. Essentially, the lamer of the month. If you have visitors tuning in to us, is that guy that does this that is very annoying. It's never an individual person. It's always this person that does this. The lamer of this month is the RMT who gives us all algebra puzzles to solve for their website. Yes. They, yeah. they enjoy finding ways around the tell filter. And let me tell you, it, it's always a question in my mind to look at that and say, I know what this is already. Do I want to solve it? Or do I want to focus on the orc that's hitting me from behind? Yeah, no kidding. It's like, if I wanted to do math like that, I'd go to college. Well, I do go to college, but, you know, I'd be in college. I wouldn't be playing FF11 if I wanted to do math. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's no. I would love for Assy to give us like a uh, a filter we can, you know, that we can edit. Yeah, like yeah. edit this out. Don't let this come through. Then I could edit like thief in. Like no one who says thief. I like it. <laughs> Taking a shot at Callow. He doesn't even of know. Of course, it. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode of Voices of Anadil without a blatant insult towards Callow. Of course not. Excellent. And so, now, yes. That is our lamer of the month. Yep. All you RMT who feel the need to give us math problems to solve your website address. Stop it. Yeah, go away. We don't like you. No one likes you. Now, it, it, interestingly enough, I, I've been hearing reports of uh, some Xbox Live 360 owners um, getting voice messages about um, RMT advertisements. Really? Yeah. I listened to one that he streamed it over Vent for me. Uh, pretty sure it was Lahan. The name escapes me. Uh, um, 
Cernos Law. If it's not, you can yell me later and vent. Um, but yeah, he, he, he streamed um, a voice message he got in live. <laughs> no kidding! <laughs> wow. And it, yeah, it was an, it was about you know advertisement for RMT buying Gil and selling characters. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Really? They're going this far? That's intense. Yeah, I mean, wow. It's just great. Now I have to go through my Xbox Live account, too, to find, you know, all these evil messages as well. I mean... That sucks. Yeah, RMT everywhere. You are officially the lamers of the month. Anyway, that really wraps it up for uh, our show today. Uh, It was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it, too. I think next episode is going to be our first groundbreaking episode i think think that's going to be the one that puts us over i really do so we're looking forward to seeing you next time when we talk about our ff14 speculations our feelings uh how's this gonna affect 11 if at all how is it going to be played out hey square enix we want beta keys hint hint yeah we do yes please anyway yeah we're looking forward to hearing from everybody next time Definitely. Is there anything else anyone needs to say? Tom, too, you want to plug your show a little bit more? AskThomaso.com. Check it out. Episode 15. Okay. We're going to give a special shout-out also to Soraya, who couldn't be here with us tonight, unfortunately. Yes. We're spraying the news because she went there a few days ago. Oh, yeah? She's a part of it. New York, New York. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sorry she couldn't be here with us. Maybe we'll get her on the show down the line if everyone would like that. I'm sure they would. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to be saying our goodbyes, going to get some food. White Maybe. Castle! No. Oh, God. Yes, <laughs> probably going to get White Castle. Save me. Uh, lo- looking forward to hearing from you next time. Keep an eye out for episode 2.5. And that's about it. Uh, this is Escalia. I'm Zeramaru. And Zace. And I'm Tom Tomsu, fixing doors in Bistock. Like, what? Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadeel are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Voices of Vanadeel and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The views expressed on Voices of Vanadeel are those of the hosts and callers, and does not necessarily reflect the views of Limit Break Radio or its staff. The Limit Break Radio Network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org.